Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Alpha and Salt, the Random Alpha Podcast with your hosts Alpha De Wolf and Salt Clippers. Discussing whatever we can think of. Well, so much for our well <laughs> scheduled times to record the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh brother. Will we ever get our act together? Yeah, I I don't know. But probably not. Like probably mm-hmm. never. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of companies that can't get their act together. Oh, we're getting, like, we're starting this, like, early. So, yeah, um, <laughs> at least, like, we're moving fast this time. Uh, I yeah, mean, Google. well, that's just because you said something that made me really think of a good segue. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, anyway, Google. Let's talk about Google. Oh, Google. Man, do they make me mad. Yeah. <sighs> So this was actually something that Salt wanted to bring up. So what was it that you wanted to bring up about uh, Google? The new logos they redesigned. Oh, right. I know that to you guys on the other end of our cameras slash microphones, you're probably thinking, why does it matter? It's just logos. Let's just say that they've now become very confusing. Yeah. It's just some combination of Google's four colors. Mm-hmm. So now they change. Now Gmail looks different. Um, Google Gmail is. I'm not a fan of the Gmail change because I really liked how they integrated the M with the envelope. Yeah. <laughs> that works. But and no, they had to change it. Google, you idiots. Yeah. Now it's just M M. There's no semblance of a letter there. Uh, they also changed the Google Meet logo, too. Out of all the logos they had to redesign, that was the single worst one they did. Yeah. And it's not... Well, actually, it's for two reasons. It's poor design and sheer lack of attention. They're just yeah. like, we got to get this thing redesigned because it looks way too similar to the Google Hangouts logo. Oh, I know what we'll do. We'll simply just use our four colors and make a box and a triangle. Yeah. It's not good. I had a hard time telling what that thing was at first. Mm-hmm. I kid you not. Oh, uh, what else? Calendar. Now it's just a random number inside a box, box with those colors it doesn't look like a calendar flap like it used to anymore yeah uh what else um i actually need to go to the g suite to see what else has changed well drive looks like a rounded off triangle with essentially actually yeah drive did change yeah 
I forgot about that. Now they added the one red corner triangle in the bottom left corner of the triangle. Yeah. Which I guess could stand for um, Google... Was it Google Drawings? Yeah, you know what? You got a point. The old logo actually used to resemble docs, slides, and sheets combined because docs is blue, slides is yellow, and sheets is green. Yeah, and the little red dot could stand for drawings. Because it's rarely even used. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also redesigned the logo for maps, and they did this a while ago, but photos too. There's one reason why I'm a little happy with this, with the maps at least. Okay. With maps, it's actually because the old maps logo and the old Apple maps logo, they looked very similar. Yeah. So... I'm at least happy now they have some form of differentiation. Though, let's be real, it's not as good as the old one. Yeah. And then there's Google Photos. The one logo they actually got right and I am a huge fan of. Google right. Photos. Yeah. That's it. That's the only one they actually got right, and I really like it. Wait, isn't there something about Google Photos? Like... Didn't they just cut the amount of storage? Oh, yeah, right, they did! Yeah. So, if you're a Pixel user, you'd be able to point out to us that, Ha! Well, you guys can't upload your videos at full resolution and full quality, unlimited for free, to drive or photos. Well, I really hate to tell you this. You can't say that anymore. Google's canceling it. Yeah. In fact, actually, this just reminds me of something funny because Talos of Tech made a video about this. Oh, no, not a video, a tweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he mentioned... No, wait, maybe... Yeah, it was a video. He mentioned how he was in the process of transferring all of his photos from iCloud Drive because he was trying to downsize it all the way to Google Photos because, well, free unlimited storage at full quality, so... Yeah. He was transferring to, to Google Photos. Like two days after he finished, Google announced that they were getting rid of their unlimited storage deal. Yeah. He is mad. He is very mad. Yeah, and I would I would be too if I was him. In fact, he described in a tweet its monopolistic behavior. They pretty much tried to offer a solution, which is it's free, it's unlimited, full quality, do whatever you want. Which knocks out the competition, leaving it to them, and because now they're the only ones that people can turn to, supposedly, they can now start charging a price for it because there's no competition. Yeah. Monopolistic behavior. You know, how that's got to be brought up in a lawsuit, actually. Maybe it should it should be brought up in the antitrust lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> Google, you idiots. And yet, someday, hopefully, we're going to get paid by them. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> YouTube's owned by Google. In fact, that's the one logo they didn't change. Well, that and the Play Store. And should I guess we... a handful of others. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe insulting Google, like the company that's going to chaos eventually is a good idea but whatever hey Talosa Tech insults Google all the time and he still gets paid okay so I think we're in the clear
Okay, the only thing cool. that we won't get is just free Pixel products anytime soon. Oh. Then again, I don't yeah. want any Pixel products. We all know how bad they are. They're just garbage. Yeah, so, yeah that's not too big of a concern. Yeah, I mean, I do want to start reviewing phones and all that, but I prefer to review like Samsung, LG, um, OnePlus especially. Oh man, those things are awesome yeah. for the price. And even more especially, iPhones. Yeah. I love iPhones. Then again, we're both Apple sheep here. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, what else did they not change? Okay, so in terms of the logos they changed, they've changed maps, but we've known that for quite a while. Gmail, Drive, Calendar, Photos, that was for quite a while, but I really like that one. Uh, Meet is stupid. Please change it back. Uh, what else do you change? I think that's it. I guess AdSense is now Google Ads. Oh. Okay, you heard the other thing that happened? Uh, the other news um, with YouTube? And like displaying ads on video, on like unmonetized channels. Uh, yeah. What's the deal with that? Uh, so basically, uh, they decided we need more money. Uh, so now they're running ads on channels that aren't monetized, and they're getting all of the revenue from that. So you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Google, I hate you. Yeah. I really do. As a company, I hate you. Your practices suck. And also you need Google, so... Yeah, yeah the only thing is that you've actually nailed... Well, the search engine, you nailed that. We gotta give them credit for that. Yeah. Uh, Gmail. And bits and pieces of YouTube. Yeah. Other than that, you suck in every, <laughs> in every way. I, have you not heard of that before, like, until now? I have not good. heard of that. I mean, I did get an email from YouTube, but I must have deleted it. And I did not read up on that. Yeah, because it's... It was pretty big news. Sorry, I, I have no idea why you didn't hear about that, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing now. <sighs> Google, you idiots. Yep. <sighs> oh, you know, I just thought of something else. Yeah. That we didn't put in our notes, but relates to Google. Yeah. Uh, oh, thanks for the website. Uh, yeah, it was just an article about it. Okay. Wait, this is from Forbes? <laughs> Wait, is that a bad website? Yes, it is. Do not trust Forbes. Okay, right, I'll find a different news article. <laughs> Maybe I'll just Forbes find... Is a, I've, I've heard Forbes articles before, and front page tech is always able to disprove false information. Okay, well, I'll find... You can just find a YouTube video on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, guys, don't trust Forbes. I've seen way too many lies in there that have been proven to be lies. Yeah, so... Anyway, what were you going off about again? Um, oh yeah, speaking of Google, uh, we talked about how they failed at making software. Should we talk about how they failed at making even more hardware? Sure. 
Pixel 5. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Uh, do you remember hearing on stage how they mentioned, we think that ultra-wide is fun, but telephoto is more important? I didn't watch the thing, so no, but... Well, that's a, quote, that's a quote that they said at the Pixel 4 event. Yeah. Pixel 5? Guess what they did? They did the opposite? Ultra-wide instead of telephoto. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing over there. <laughs> I have no idea either. Oh, also, you can't really consider it to be a flagship anymore because now it no longer has last year's Snapdragon 855 or... No. Uh, what is it? Around the 75 yet? I, I know we're no currently idea. on... I know this year was the year of the 865 because the... S20 line, Note 20, OnePlus 8 series, and th those all got the 65. I, I just don't remember when the 75 comes out. Yeah. In fact, what will, they call, what will Qualcomm call it after they reach 895? Uh, uh. <laughs> because the 800 series is their flagship and the 700 series is their mid-range. Yeah, I, I don't know. That <laughs> don't make sense. Oh, yeah. Anywho, uh, well, now, speaking of that, it now has a 700 series chip versus an 800 series chip. Mm -hmm. All for a low price of $700. Oh, that's $700? That's how much the Pixel 5 costs. Oh. Oh, no. Comes with 5G. Who cares? Now, anyway. Cause... Especially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what else? So they went back on the camera. It's actually still the same camera design as last year. Then again, the Pixels 3, 2, and 1 original, uh, they all had the same camera design because it was only one camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I'm trying to think, what else? Oh, they somehow got an, a matte aluminum finish, but wireless charging can go through, which to mm -hmm. me doesn't make sense because the magnetic field cannot pass through aluminum, so I'm confused. Yeah, me too. But oh well, somehow they managed to get wireless charging to work. Yeah. Oh, and do you want to know why Google is actually still selling on their site, as I discovered when looking up the Pixel 5? Why? Have you heard of the Pixel Slate? Uh, that sounds familiar, but I, I can't <laughs> tell you what that is. The best way I can describe it is, under the words of Marquez Brownlee, Welcome to Lag City. Population Pixel Slate. What is that like? I mean, it's it's Google's like it. it's Google's Chrome OS tablet. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, um. Oh, brother, Google. <laughs> so to be more clear of that, it's powered by Intel's crappiest chip. I don't remember if it's the Atom or the Celeron, but either way, one of their crappiest chips. Um, 
The lag is absolutely terrible, reason being Marquez called it Lag City. Uh, you could you could pay extra for like a Core i5, which is a pretty decent Intel processor. Except there's one problem. Yeah. The lag isn't gone. Oh. Oh wow. Yeah. The pr also, the price starts at I think six hundred dollars. Well, I'm sure these will fly off the shelves. I think the reason why they still had it on their site is because they they have quite the inventory. They need to get rid of them all. And yet, they haven't figured out, hmm, if we want to get rid of these crappy things that no one wants, why don't we lower the price to entice them? But <laughs> Google not. is so stupid, they can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> they're, though, they're just hoping they'll just fly off the shelves. Like, That's pretty much all they're doing at this point with their hardware. They're just slapping a Google logo on it and hoping it sells. Last I checked, Pixel series have not been the best sellers in, well, any category. I mean, even camera performance, sure, you may say stills are the best, but there's more to a camera than just stills. Example, my iPhone XS Max is being used to record my end. An iPhone 8 is being used to record Salt's end. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I think the video quality is excellent. Mm -hmm. Especially when I was filming outside for my Alpha World stream, which I still don't understand why none of you watched. Um, I filmed outside there, and let me tell you, that was some beautiful scenery that my camera took, and I wasn't even the one shooting it. That was a camera novice. Yeah. That shot that. The cameras on our phones are impressive. But you want a Pixel to do the same thing? Uh, good luck. Because video performance on them absolutely sucks. And yet they still continue to pay DxOMark to... Say... That they're the best camera. Because it's not true. Yeah. They know it's not true. They're literally paying other people to say it is. Uh -huh. And because of the the DxO Mark effect, everyone else thinks that yeah, it actually is. I'm even sure that Marquez Brown Lee thinks it still is. Yeah. When in reality, it can't do crap correctly. Yep. I mean, you can get pretty dang similar photos, and sure, you might prefer the Pixels photos over the iPhone photos, but the truth is, they're both. Very good cameras. It's it's only coming down to preferences of do you prefer your photos to be this way or this way. We all have a bias on how our photos, on how we like our photos. And the reason why I'm saying that the Pixel camera isn't the best, I'm not saying it's terrible and trash. I've seen some photos from there, but if you compare them side by side, I don't see anything special because I don't value those super tiny details in photos. So, yeah. when I'm saying the Pixel camera sucks, I'm not saying that it's absolute garbage, like it deserves to have a hammer taken to it. I'm just saying that the quality is nothing special on the stills end, which is what you guys are giving it so much praise for, and the rest of it sucks because of the video performance. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying the camera sucks.
Okay. I mean, is there much else to the Pixel 5? Um. Oh! Uh, the Face ID rival that Pixel had, Pixel 4 had against the iPhone? Yeah. Take a guess. It, it's not a rivalry anymore? It's gone. <laughs> Went back to the very boring slash old fingerprint reader on the back of the phone. Oh, okay. They couldn't even attempt an in-display. Oh, well, then again, it's Google. It wouldn't be secure either way. Yeah. Because I'm sure they'd find a way to somehow have your fingerprint leave residue on the device, and then it accidentally sticks there and the fingerprint reader reads that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Google, I would not be rape, raping. What, what's the word? Griping. Like. Griping, that's the word. I would not be griping on you like this if only you were able to get your crap together and actually make something decent. Yeah. It drives me nuts when Pixel fans, and I know there are some of them out there, I have literally gone into full-fledged arguments with them in the YouTube comments section on Marquez's Pixel 5 video and all that. Yeah. I don't know what it is with them. Hey, did you subscribe to the rest of the Random Alpha Network yet? Oh dear, you haven't? Oh, that's not good. I strongly recommend you do. Oh, by the way, links are in the description. You want tech? Go to the Random Alpha Tech. You want cars? Go to the Random Alpha Drive. You want music? Go to the Random Alpha Beats. You want podcasts? Go to the Random Alpha Podcasts. Or stay listening here. Uh, you want stories? Go to the Random Alpha Vlog. And if you'd like to see fun skits... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Go to the Random Alpha. Subscribe to the network. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Don't stop the ad. Don't stop the ad. Don't stop that. So pretty much Pixel, Google, or not Pixel, Google, please get your act together. Yeah. Please get your crap together. You're just, you're making some really big mistakes. Yeah. All right. In fact, I often question if I make if I'm making financial mistakes. In fact, there's a reason why I put this in here. Uh huh. The joys of owning a car. Yep, yeah, I'm pretty sure we talked about your new car in a previous episode. Um, I'm not too sure actually. Okay, well you can just summarize it. Yeah, well, so basically I have a car. Yeah. Um, I'm going to reveal it on the random Alpha Drive. I mean, it's, technically it's already been revealed on the Alpha World stream, because it was uh, it was actually part of a scene. But, basically, I now have a car. Except, there's a few problems with it that the stream did not even mention, because I wasn't even talking about the car itself, I was talking about the new Drive channel. Yeah. Um, the car has a few problems that are really getting expensive. Oh yeah, like what? Problems like, well, we just got a bearing replaced, but that bearing cost a hundred bucks. So for, for your guys' information, it actually took, it actually cost me a thousand dollars just to acquire the car itself. Okay. Um, a hundred bucks for a new wheel bearing. $75, actually it was $150 for a new battery, except my parents covered half the cost of that. Yeah. So it cost me $75 for a new battery. Um, 100 bucks for a new wheel bearing, though we have to check to see if the other one needs to be replaced. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Tires. Oh, that's the most expensive one. Six hundred dollars for tires. Yeah. That equals around seven hundred and seventy-five dollars, so close to eight hundred dollars. I almost spent two thousand dollars on this car. Wow. Yeah, that's well, almost because actually, my parents were nice enough to cover the cost of the tires because they know how financially challenged I am. Yep. So it was nice that they covered the cost of the tires, but after. Pretty much that's that and half the battery that's pretty much the only thing that they're gonna cover I'm pretty much covering the rest because I need to make money yeah. but yeah right my car has been an absolute pain to maintain mm-hmm. as far as I know I'm lucky that the brakes still have life in them they're very rusty but they according to my dad we've looked at it together and he says there's still life in him to get by for at least the rest of winter or something. Okay. So, I'm lucky I don't have to spend money on brakes yet, because I know those are expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. What else? 
Oh, and I need to get door handles replaced because all of them feel like they want to fall off or break in the near future. Yeah. So, I gotta get those replaced. I also have to figure out what's wrong with one of my doors because one of my doors is stuck shut. Huh. And it doesn't matter which handle I try. It's unlocked, both handles don't work. The door is literally stuck. So getting that to open again is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. At least it's a door I'm rarely going to access, though I'm pretty sure passengers of mine would access it a lot because it's the rear passenger door, and meaning it's the side on the curb. Mm -hmm. So say if I have to pick people up from school or something, because I'm sure I'm going to be doing that a lot, um, yeah, it would help to have the curb side of the rear door to open. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of people walking around into the road just to get in on the driver's side door to get in the back seat, because that's not practical nor safe. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to get that door fixed at some point, though. At the moment, we're just trying to get it drivable. Because, mm -hmm. actually... To be honest, I have not actually driven the car on the road yet. I've driven it around the property but not around, not on the road, and it's primarily because I'm actually not the ones that test drove it. In fact, when I, I wasn't even the one that found out about the car. It was actually my parents that found out about the car. They knew I was looking for one, and they knew I needed one. So they went around, they found this car for sale. They went to test drive it, and as far as I know, I should not have to worry about the biggest expense that would possibly happen should they break, which would be the engine and the transmission. If those things broke, then I'm in like $1,000 repairs. Yeah. So according to my dad, because he used to be an auto mechanic, still sort of is, but not really, um, he says that he knows that the engine and transmission are going to hold up for a very long time, so I don't have to worry about those things breaking. But <laughs> it does have a few other problems, like the bad wheel bearing that had to get replaced. So far, we've replaced the one that we know is bad, that we're, that we're going to check to see if the other one needs replacement as well. In fact, actually, I need to tell you guys what the wheel bearing replacement was like. So there's a sensor in the bearing that actually helps the car indicate how fast you're going. Yeah. And the, the way the sensor works is it's basically magnets and there are electronics that are detecting, is there a magnetic pulse? It's just detecting the rate of that pulse. And the sensor inside has actually broke. Oh. So when we pulled it off, I mean, the general bearing was just junky after all, but also be because the bearing broke, it also broke the sensor. And what happened was there's copper coils in there to detect the magnetic pulse. Okay. That coil became undone, and when we pulled it off, there was a huge mess around the drive shaft. Oh, that's not good. Oh, yeah, cleaning that up was fun. Yes. <laughs> but we got that cleaned up. We got the new bearing on. Now we... Now we have to check to see if the other one is, but before we do that, we're actually going to drive it real quick. Assuming we can get the tire back up, tires back on. 
-hmm. We also just got we also got the new tires, so now I gotta put those back on. But, yeah, repairing this car has been an absolute pain. But I need to get it done if I'm going to launch my first video on the Drive channel because I have told myself the only way I'm going to launch the Drive channel is a video of my car, introducing my car. Yeah. It's the only way I'm going to do it. Yeah. And in order to do that, I need to have it drivable. And it's not drivable at the moment, so... I can't do it. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Joys of owning a car. Yeah. Are there any upsides to it, though? Because I feel like it's been an absolute pain for me. Uh, yeah, there are. Yeah, there has to be some, at least. Yeah, there are. Uh, first of all, back before we got the battery replaced, it had a dead cell in it, so the voltage dropped, meaning that I had to start the car like every day just so that way it can maintain that voltage because we all know that voltage drops in cold weather yeah so i started it every day and i've only had to put gas in it once only once only once and despite that i have a v6 which is not as efficient as an inline four because you got more cylinders that you have to put fuel into yeah that v6 is fairly efficient Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it kind of surprises me, but hey, you know, I'm not complaining. I prefer an efficient vehicle because, I mean, I'm paying for gas. Yeah. We all know how financially stable I am. I'm not making $30, $30 to $50 a week. Mm-hmm. Then again, I don't think I'd be driving around that much every week. Yeah, you probably so, won't be. I mean, pretty much the only places I'd have to go are... I mean, our dryer got fixed, finally. We, we got a new one. So we're not going to the laundromat anymore. Um, my lawn mowing business has shut down, so I'm not going to mow lawns. Uh, there's no snow on the ground at the moment, which is kind of strange. Yeah, usually the snow would be coming around now. I mean, we've had, we've had the snow on the ground for a little bit, except now we don't. Yeah. It's kind of strange. This feels like a repeat of last year, where we... It was pretty warm on Christmas. Oh, yeah. Th that was nuts. It was... Uh, day after Christmas, we went to film a video of the new versions of Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Yeah. And we asked Siri and Google Assistant what the weather was. 46 degrees. Yeah, and you never see that in our area. You never see that here. It's usually, like, below zero. Yeah, we... We live pretty up north in the United States, so... We're in the... We're in UP, Michigan. Yeah. That's where we are. So that was insane. The, the closest I like to describe our location is we're two hours outside of Marquette. Yeah, so that was insane. Yeah. It's always cold up here, and yet we got a 46-degree day after Christmas, and then, like, Christmas Day was, like, 40 degrees or something. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Anywho, enough of that. But yeah, there's practically nowhere to drive around other than... I have a new job now. I have a new job. I'm on payroll. I'm actually getting paid a little more than minimum wage. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. It's part-time, so I'm not going in every day. 
So that means I can I still have time to make YouTube videos and that place actually has better internet and my boss actually is allowing me to upload my videos there which is awesome because the internet here sucks. Mm -hmm. So now I have a place where I can upload my videos because it's faster internet. In fact, it won't even bog them down, which is nice because it always bogs down every other device trying to access the internet here. Yeah. It's crazy. So I have a new job, more income, so that'll definitely help me pay for my car. Mm -hmm. um, and also I'll be driving there. Uh, I still stream at my church. Uh, I don't really go anywhere else anymore, sadly. Yeah. And then there's the occasional errand, but again, I don't usually run the errands, so... Yeah. Oh, speaking of errands, did you hear that toilet paper's out of stock again? Oh, what, what now? <laughs> Because our Rona cases have increased so much, now everyone's got nervous for the toilet paper. So guess what? Toilet paper's out of stock again. A fun fact, by the way. If you eat enough toilet paper, you become immune to the coronavirus. That's how it works. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know why that's happening again. Is it out of stock? It is. No, the, the, these... My, my mom went to Walmart recently and... <laughs> she came home we needed toilet paper well, we still have some rolls left we still have some rolls left but we don't have enough backup should we need more <laughs> and unlucky us my sister uses a lot of toilet paper well I kind of figured because you know it's your sister yeah oh boy Yeah. let's just say, say she had quite a Christmas present one year yeah let's just I'm not going to yeah, I'm not going any further than that. Um, so yeah, toilet paper's out of stock again. Yeah, that's fun as always. Sure yeah, uh, you got that. the emergency alert from Twitmer, right? Yeah, that wasn't Twitmer, though. That was the... the twi I, I don't think Twitmer had anything to do with that, though. I think she did! Uh, they, it, I genuinely think she did. There's no way the health department is just making calls like this. I mean, her powers have been taken away by the... True. Yeah. Finally, what took so long, but now she's... Now she's exceeding her limits. I really think she had something to do with this. Okay, should we cut this part out? Because, like, it's politics. And, like, you know... Yeah, you got a point. Uh, what else? Um, so, yeah. Pretty much, we're not going... I'm not really going anywhere in my car that much. Yeah. If we weren't in quarantine and all that, then I would be able to. And I would go places. Like, for example, Salt and I have wanted to go geocaching upon a hill. Oh, there's a huge line of them. It's been, like, two years since... <laughs> yeah, we wanted to do this for two years now. We still haven't gone. Except now I got a car, so we can actually drive there. Yeah. I mean, getting our bicycles in the trunk are going to be fun, but... Because <laughs> it's a sedan, it's not a truck, or an SUV, it's a sedan... A long one, for that matter. Mm -hmm. Ugh, I hate long sedans, and yet I own one. <laughs> Very ironic. Yep. The joys of owning a car. Yeah. Okay. 
I need to stop ranting because now I'm in a bad mood. Why don't we talk about something that we don't rant upon? Like... The M1? Yeah. Precisely. <laughs> Holy crap. How did Apple do that? Yeah, yeah, I have no idea, but, you know, it's pretty cool. More performance without sucking up battery. It's yeah. mind-blowing. Yeah. Absolutely mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, how do we get comfortable in this chair? <laughs> I don't think that's really related to the M1, but... Yeah. So, I think I have some theories on how Apple was able to do it. Yeah. And it was all due to the fact that it's an SOC versus the typical motherboard design that Intel usually uses. Yeah. <coughs> so, basically, an SOC stands for System on a Chip, which means every... Everything is integrated into one single chip versus scattered out throughout the motherboard. So, what used to be the way Intel was done, um, you had the processor, the graphics card. Yeah. Um, because the Macs use Thunder, the Macs have Thunderbolt ports, they need a special controller for it, so a Thunderbolt controller. Um, they have the T2 security chip. And in this case, also the RAM was separate because now they've actually integrated the RAM, mm -hmm. which kind of sucks because now that means you can't upgrade it down the line. And that means you got to pay whatever price Apple asks for that, yeah. which usually has not been that great, but oh well. Uh, all of those were scattered throughout, but you have to connect all those pieces together. And I think one of the main reasons for it the performance and power needing to be up is the circuitry. Yeah. Reason I'm saying it is it requires more circuitry to connect all of those pieces together because they're all separate. They're all spread out. Mm -hmm. So more circuitry. And in terms of performance, that means there's more lag, therefore less performance with that design. And efficiency because there's more circuitry, the more wire you have, actually, the more resistance. Yeah. So there's more resistance in that design, meaning it requires more power to power all those things. Mm -hmm. But with the system-on-chip design, everything is super close together. So that means it requires a lot less circuitry. In fact, you can definitely tell if you look on the inside of the new Macs. Holy crap, where'd the motherboard go? Yeah, it's kind of insane. Yeah, that's, it's crazy to see how much they've shortened it. But because they've shortened it, there's a lot less circuitry, meaning there's a lot less resistance, therefore it requires a lot less power to push through. And all of the components are closer together, which means things are much more responsive, which means they're more powerful. Yeah. But also the ARM design of the CPU kind of helps as well. I believe that's more efficient than the x86. Yeah, so this is, you know, it's pretty cool. So the fact that Apple was able to achieve this, this is crazy performance. I mean, those numbers, the base, the base model M1 MacBook Pro, no, not Pro, Air, MacBook Air, the $1,000 one, that rivals 
something else that we're going to be talking about shortly, but people have compared it to a 16-inch MacBook Pro. It, in terms of video export times, it's only two minutes behind. Oh, wow. Yep. The Intel 13-inch MacBook Pros, those are like five, six... They're very far behind, as far as I know. They're very far behind. Versus the M1 MacBook Air. Yeah. And keep in mind, this is actually not the base model 16-inch I'm talking about. This is like Core i9 versions of it. Yeah. And last I checked, you can't get a Core i9 in a 13-inch. So the 13-inch is going to be slower. It's like 18 minutes range. 16-inch MacBook Pro is like, with the i9, is like 10 minutes. I'm pretty sure yours would be like 12, depending on what workflow they're it is your exporting. Uh -huh. um, let me think. Uh, man, all these numbers are going to be confused. So, yeah, the i9 16 inch is 10. The M1 is 12. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind, it's competing with the i9 versions. The i7, there is an i7 version of the 16-inch MacBook Pro. I'll say the export times on that are spot on. Yeah. And this is coming from a $1,000 base computer. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Yeah, it absolutely is. I really wish they would put this in a 16-inch MacBook Air. Because, oh wait, they don't have a 16-inch <laughs> MacBook Air. Apple, huge market you're missing out on. Why are you missing out on this market? We talked about this before, haven't we? I know. I feel like I have to keep bringing it up. I needed to get out there. The only reason why I'm not buying the MacBook Air is because I need a big screen. The MacBook Air does not have a big screen. I need a big screen. If only they made a big screen, I would buy it. They don't have a big screen. Yeah. Ah, it makes me mad. Apple, you're missing out on a huge market. In fact, there's actually a problem that the M1 has created within the MacBook lineup. What? So, you know, you know there's the low tier and the high tier 13-inch MacBook Pros? Yeah. Performance between... The, the low tier got the M1. The high tier still is on Intel, but that's because I'm guessing they're going to make a separate chip for that. Uh, but we still have the low tier... MacBook Pro and the MacBook Air. Same exact processor. The only difference in performance is one has a fan uh, and an extra GPU, but you can get that extra GPU on the Air as well. Okay. So, yeah, you can get the exact same processor with the M1. The only difference is the Pro has a fan, the Air doesn't. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, because that processor does not output that much heat due to how efficient it is which is a surprise to say what macbooks they're not outputting so much heat yeah that, what the heck it was weird to say i, I know that is really weird to say but yeah performance is way too similar like you could easily get away with like paying the $1,250 for the upgraded GPU in the MacBook Air. It's too similar to the Pro. 
Yeah. It's just way too similar to the Pro. Mm -hmm. So now it's pretty much all in the name or the color. Do you want to have this gold MacBook, which I really love, or do you need? Do you want to have this Pro name with the touch bar and all that? Those are pretty much the main differences. One has gold, the other has a touch bar. The fan doesn't make that much of a difference, guys. It really doesn't. Yeah. So it's pretty much, do you want gold or touch bar? Mm-hmm. They're way too similar. Yeah. Apple, Apple needs to get rid of the low-tier MacBook Pro. And like I'm suggesting, trade the low-tier MacBook Pro for a 16 inch, and if you can't go 16, go 15. Go 15 inch MacBook Air. I'd still buy it if it was a 15 inch. Just make it bigger. That's that's all we're asking. Yeah. Because there's two different 13 inch MacBook Pros, so it already makes it confusing to begin with. Why not just save, have two MacBook Airs, one of each screen size, and two MacBook Pros, one of each screen size? Yeah, why not just do that? That would make it so much easier, A, for the customer, and B, for accessibility, because there are a lot of people, Salt himself, I know that he he really wants big screen MacBooks, because he's got big screen MacBooks. Yeah, I have one right now. Yeah. And... <laughs> I want big screen MacBooks too. The problem is I'm stuck with this 13 inch that I absolutely hate because I am so tired of dealing with the tiny screen. Yeah. I need a bigger screen. I need a bigger screen. I value screen real estate. There are a lot of people that value screen real estate. My mom example, she, have a, she, she might not have a MacBook, but she has a 17 inch laptop. Yeah. We like our big screens. There are people that do like big screens but aren't pros. My mom is not a pro. The most she's doing on that is web browsing and Microsoft Word. Yeah. That's all she's doing. And it's on a 17-inch laptop. And although, yeah, it does have extra performance. It has like an i7 and 12 gigs of RAM. She's not utilizing it. She could easily get away with like an i3 and all of that. She probably could. She, yeah, she can get away with an i3 and 8 gigs of RAM because is she video editing? No, so you're not really taking advantage of the i7. Yeah. Are you photoshopping? Uh, I don't think she's ever done that. <laughs> Anywho, the point is you, there are people who want to do the basic tasks like, all I want to do with my MacBook is primarily just script on the go. And since now that we have, like, 16-inch MacBook Pro performance on the base model, I'm perfectly satisfied if I go with an Air at this point. The only problem is I need the bigger screen. Yeah. And basically what I would do on that MacBook, I'd still do my video editing on my iMac because... Again, that's the biggest screen, and video editing requires things in all sorts of different places, so I need as much screen as I can get for that. Mm -hmm. So I'm still going to do the editing on my iMac, or on an iMac, because desktops are usually meant to do that. But what would I, I would mostly do with the MacBook is scripting. 
Yeah. I would read my scripts off of that because I use my iPhone as my camera. And oftentimes I sit in my chair with my 13 inch MacBook Pro to read my script. Yeah. And if I had a bigger screen, reading that script would be a lot easier. Mm -hmm. So yes, I actually would use that extra screen real estate. And pretty much all I'd be doing, unless I'm on a trip or something, is scripting. Yeah, so it is kind of better for you if you had a bigger screen. It is. I mean, if you're if you don't use a laptop that often, or you have like so many different things, best way I can describe the need for a smaller computer because it drives me nuts how they're saying that you need a computer big. A laptop to be more portable a 16 inch uh, my mom's 17 inch is portable yeah you can it's so thin the problem is it's not that oh the footprint is so huge it's thin you can jam pack it in a school bag of books mm -hmm. so there is no reason why you need a portable MacBook because technically they're all portable. They're all MacBooks are designed to be portable. Yeah. And because the American culture is go big or go home, that means we have these huge bags. We should not have a problem fitting our computers in our bags. Yeah. So this excuse of we need it more portable makes me mad because the truth is the more portable you make it, the less screen real estate and uh, Drew realized this when he was filming his uh, MacBook Air versus iPad Pro. He's mentioned that he does not like the smaller screen because he's used to working off of a 27-inch iMac Pro. Yeah. And he really, he also, I'm not too sure if it's because I sprang the idea on him, but I was, I think I was the one who sprang the idea of why do we not have a 16-inch MacBook Air? And he was thinking, you know what, why do we not... He, I, he did not mention me, sadly. I would have, it would have been awesome if I was mentioned. But yeah. he did mention that... You know what? What if we had a bigger screen on this thing? That would be awesome. Yeah. Apple, there's a market for non-pros and big screens. And they're just not... Please cater to it. Because the low-end... 13-inch MacBook Pro, that's useless. It's because the performance is way too similar to the Air, and the real professionals that are going to get a MacBook Pro, most of them are going to spring to the 16-inch because that's got the best performance. Uh -huh. And if they don't really don't want the extra screen real estate, they really prefer having it in a 13-inch form factor, like, for example, Marquez. I think he's crazy on that end. Then go for the then they'll go for the higher end 13 inch. This low end 13 inch pro it doesn't make sense. There's no market it's really catering for because the general consumer market they're going to go for the air because it's the cheaper one. The pros the prosumer market most of them are going to go to the 16 inch because that's the most performance because after all the pros and if they prefer the smaller screen size. They'll go for the higher end. Where does that leave the low end pro? Oh wait, there is no low end pro. 
Uh-huh. Change it out for an air. I have no idea why they're not already doing that. It drives me nuts. I, I, I want to somehow get into contact with Tim Cook and tell him, hey, there's a marketing problem. First of all, it really does confuse the consumer. It confuses me all the time. Yeah. I, it just doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense for me either. So, Apple, please... 16-inch MacBook Air, and if you can't do 16-inch, do 15-inch. Just make a bigger screen. I can't deal with 13 inches, but I also don't have the money for the super pro performance of the 16-inch MacBook Pro. Yeah. And would it be awesome to have that? Actually, yeah, it would. But for what I'm doing, it doesn't matter which one I choose. I'm getting a performance upgrade anyways. Mm-hmm. I just want a bigger screen. And you are making it really hard to get a bigger screen. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I actually just realized... Um, I'm going to insert this in before we talk about the last one. I just realized that I've passed a year of using macOS. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I have owned a Mac for over a year, which is my 13-inch MacBook Pro from 2011. <laughs> well, that's nice. So, yeah, I have officially used macOS as my daily driver for a year. Do I have thoughts? Um, the video editor is awesome. Pages is awesome. Safari is awesome. macOS is awesome. <laughs> yep. There's only a few things on macOS that, I'll be honest, I question. The Photos app, I never make use of it because I primarily use the Finder and Preview. Yeah, I don't know why why they have that on there. But. It doesn't make sense. I mean, if you're doing iCloud photos, like from your iPhone, and you want to put them on your Mac through I, iCloud, that makes sense. But the way I do it is I take my pictures and I airdrop them, and I store them in folders. Yeah. I don't. I don't use the Photos app. Oh, you know. Mainly what? because I don't use iCloud Photos, so I don't use the Photos app. You know what else? We I, I just realized we kind of forgot about this. Uh, but it's we passed the two-year anniversary of the Random Alpha. Oh yeah, we did. Happy birthday! Oh, no, I'm not no, going. Don't say that. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I could. I could go but, over and grab okay, my yeah, maybe, and maybe you could, but, like, you don't. Here, ending clip. I'll, I'll do it for an ending clip. I'll grab my guitar for that. Anywho. Um, Alright, so, yeah, I've used macOS for over a year now. Yeah. And pretty much, I don't use Photos, and I don't use the Calendar app yeah. that often because inputting an event's Seriously, needs to be changed. Yeah, that that's... They, they didn't do too well with the calendar app, but... I mean, the fact that you can put it on a big screen, that's nice, but the problem is it's entering an event. Yeah, that kind of... Uh, that's They kind of failed <laughs> on that. Entering an event in the calendar is easier to do on an iPhone slash iPad versus the Mac. I really hope they change that for Big Sur. Yeah. I wouldn't know because I don't have Big Sur. But, you know, 
you know who does? Mm-hmm. Uh, me. Uh, and if you've seen our most recent video on the tech channel... That he made, actually, and I gotta admit, I gotta tell you the salt. Excellent production quality. Really? Was that actually that, pretty good? It was actually that good. I actually thought that you were, like, um, Linus Tech Tips level of editing. Wow, okay, because I thought I... That's how good it was. I, there was a few mistakes in there, but, I mean, those mistakes were minor. Yeah, for those of you who didn't know, on the most recent video where it's just, like, a sort of overview and first reactions with the... On the tech channel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of my That's new MacBook. Yeah, subscribe. Uh, <laughs> I was the one who edited that, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, he did an amazing job. I thought he did, like, Linus Text Tips, Mark Marquez Brownlee. And well, the reason why I'm saying it is, you knew what scenes to include and what not to. Yeah. That was the biggest reason. But the cut is the most basic tool you've got, and you've used utilized that very well. Well, thank you. Anywho... Let's talk about what the video's about. Yeah, so I got a new MacBook, right? I know in the last podcast I said that I didn't break my MacBook, and I didn't get a new one. Uh, unfortunately for me, I seem to be wrong, as in a week, like, you know, then I broke my MacBook, and then... Yeah, let's just say that he kept it a secret during the last episode. Remember when he mentioned, wouldn't it be cool if one of us got a 16-inch MacBook Pro? Yeah, I, I was hinting. That, that wasn't just, like, what, a what-if situation. That was, like... Yeah, it, it's not a what-if. At the time, he literally had it on order, and it was shipping to his house. Yeah. I was kind of hinting at it, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, and now it's actually here in hand. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. So, you have any impressions you want to go over? I mean, I already went through my first impressions in the videos, which you guys should well, really watch. Yeah. You guys should really watch. Uh, but, yeah, um... Again, in, we'll leave a link in the description and the show notes. You can also see Alpha's reaction to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I went into super tenor voice again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, this MacBook <laughs> is pretty cool. I do also have Big Sur on it. Hopefully, we can record a video about it soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, I'm actually going to. Uh, just a thought that I've had, I'm actually going to make a video on using macOS for a year and do I prefer that over Windows although we all obviously know what the answer is yeah. yes in fact ever since Apple came out with their M1 chip after I saw the numbers of that thing sorry Microsoft but due to the fact that you've been doing poorly in all of your software and considering that there's not really that great hardware anywhere else um, yeah I'm leaving Windows for good I'm not going back. Well, spoiler alert. But yeah, yeah, I'm not going back to Windows. I'm done with Windows. Okay, I sheep. <laughs> primarily, it's it's primarily because of the fact that Microsoft is deciding. You know what? No, we're not going to do anything to Windows 10. We're just going to patch things here and there. No. There hasn't been a new version of Windows in like. Five, six years. Yeah, they're just deciding Windows 10 is just, like, optimal. Which... They're deciding that this is going to be the Windows. We're only going to update things here and there. 
But there's a problem with that because there's so many problems with Windows 10 that the truth is you could only fix them by doing a major update. Which, like Windows 11. Which they're not. I mean, wouldn't it technically be like... That's the only way to fix Windows 10. Wouldn't it? It's to get rid of it. Yeah. It's, it's that bad. There's still as many bugs, no matter how many updates you try to do, it's not fixing anything. Yeah. So, that's the main reason why I'm not going back to Windows, but also, after what Apple did with the chips, now I'm not going to go to any other brand because Apple's now got the best performance per dollar. Yeah. Just keep in mind, this is Core i9 territory, and usually the computers that have the Core i9, they're like in the upper 1,000 to uh, upper 1,000 plus, and this is $1,000. Yeah. That's just crazy. Yep. So now you can't complain that Apple has terrible performance per dollar, because guess what? They do now. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, but yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of where to take this because we essentially did the impressions already. Yeah, we. Did, yeah, we kind of did. Um, anyway, we got to check out the video. Uh, subscribe or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's the big announcement on his side, even though we're not too sure what to talk about because we already made a video on it, which you should totally check out. Yeah, by the way, we re-recorded that on the last second, right? Like, Yeah, that was literally like last minute. We, uh, we made that video in four hours, so... Yeah, actually, yeah, we did. Yeah, so that, that was kind of, you know, we kind of rushed that. Yeah, we started at five, we ended at nine. Yeah, so, well, that, that was kind of stressful on my part, but yeah, we got it through. And it just, by the by the time we're recording this, it just came out like two hours ago, so. Yeah. Whew, that was chaotic. Yeah, but we did it. Um, I'll be, uh, we were supposed to start filming like half an hour before we started, except, well, I had to sleep in because I was really up late last night because I had to get one more video out. That I'm sure Salt you've noticed. Yeah. Well, I was up at like 12. And like. Really? Yeah. No. Um, how, how late were you? I knew we were chatting at like 11.30 last night. I think the latest I stayed up to was like 12.30. So. Oh, I was 12.45. Primarily because I realized I was uploading that one video to the wrong channel. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's kind of a mistake. Yeah, actually, I made two two extra videos last night. I was primarily hoping to get one done, but I got another done. I got one for the Random Alpha, the main channel, and I got one for the Beats channel. Okay, well... So, I I got the one to the main channel done, yeah. but the one to the Beats is what I actually where I actually messed up. I realized I was, wait a minute, this is to the Skits channel. That's the <laughs> wrong one. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, I was like 75% of the way through. <laughs> Oh yeah, so that. that oh yeah, sense. that was fun. That was fun. Okay, well, I'm pretty much out of things to talk about. Yep, I guess it's also the one year anniversary of 
uh, the Everything Apple Race, uh, which, you know, we uploaded like three months ago. So technically... Oh, we got to do that again. We got to do an update on that again because now we got new computers. Yeah, the thing is, we recorded that... And new phones. Yeah, we recorded that a year ago. Uh, but we didn't upload it until, like, three months ago. So, like, technically yeah. it's not the one-year anniversary, but it is the one-year anniversary of us recording that. Yeah, and I want to get more spot-on with that. <laughs> well, well, like, we're only, like, you know, nine months off. It's, it's Yeah. Yeah, I, I pretty much saved that for a day I knew I was going to go on vacation where I could not film anything. Yeah. Anyway, you... Oh, yeah. So we got to do that again, actually. You, you want to record... Uh, we'll talk more about this off-camera. Yeah, yeah now's really not the time. Uh, you want to do, like, the little happy birthday thing with your guitar? Oh, sure. Uh, one sec, guys. So, for you guys that don't know, I play the guitar. I've mentioned it before. I'm also in a band. I can hardly wait to get our first album out. In fact, I think we're supposed to start recording in two weeks. Now that I got my mixer. Okay, where's my pick? That's not my, oh, there it is. Hopefully she's in tune. There's the note. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to the random alpha, happy birthday to you. Yeah. Woohoo! Awesome at the guitar, right? Yeah, you really are. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'll, I'll make some music where I do play the guitar at some point. Yeah. You mentioned something about band, so like... Yeah. In fact, we actually do have a channel dedicated for the band. It's not going on the Random Alpha Beats, but I do have a channel dedicated for the band. And I'll let you know when we start uploading to that. Yeah. As well as provide a link. All right. We've been recording for about over an hour and a half, so... <sighs> I guess it's time to wrap things up. Yep. All right, here we go. So for the audio listeners... Thank you for listening to Alpha and Salt. Be sure to rank us five stars in the show notes. Write us a good review. Check out all the links we have in the description. For the video watchers, thank you for watching this episode of Alpha and Salt. Be sure to like this video and share it. Check out everything in the description. Subscribe to everything we've got. <laughs> and for everyone, if you have a question for us, all you have to do is leave us a voicemail at 906. Crap, what's the phone <laughs> number? 906-829-0928. I was about to say my personal phone number. Oh, that would not have been good. <laughs> that would not have been good at all. And yeah, voicemail only. Do not text it. <laughs> I do not get notifications on texts. So leave a voicemail to that. And who knows, you can be featured on the show. And you know what? If you have a YouTube channel that you personally want to promote, go ahead, send it through here. We'll promote it for you. Yeah. Because at this point, I'm trying to get this number into use because keeping this is not easy. Yeah. Alrighty. Here we go.
Oh right, uh, Salt Pepper. Alpha Daywolf, Sign signing uh, out.